Before we start, we want to let you know we've launched a Patreon page where supporters can receive perks like bonus episodes and exclusive content. Because Pop Fiction Women is our passion project, a place where we give women space to show up and offer in-depth analysis in the ways we're used to hearing about male creators and their characters. We delve into creativity and psychology with a dash of astrology, and we have so much fun doing it. Just two friends breaking down books, movies, and shows like Normal People, Fleabag, and I May Destroy You. Every single aspect of this podcast we do ourselves, from the preparation to the recording, from the editing to the social media promotion. So we're adding a Patreon platform because we want to keep making the show you love and hopefully expand it even further. So please consider becoming one of our most complicated fans and contributing on Patreon. To learn more, go to patreon.com forward slash pop fiction women. This is Pop Fiction Women. I'm Corinne. I'm Kate. And we're complicated. Blunt. Total boss. But sometimes a mess. Opinionated. But never boring. And in this podcast, we're discussing the complicated women of the best books, TV, and movies. Along with the complicated women behind the scenes. Warning, lots of spoilers ahead. So come back when you're done. Hurry up, it's starting. When, when did it become normal for us to wake up at the crack of dawn? When, when birds are chirping and we're like, gotta go watch TV. You know, this is, today was bad. I mean, yes. I know we've been doing that for little fires, but today, was I, you're absolutely right that the sun mm-hmm. came in and my alarm was set for 6.30, but it hadn't yeah. gone off yet. So clearly it was earlier than that. And I thought... I don't care what time it is. Yeah. I have to get to Marianne and Connell now. I was like, I know they're there. I they're know there. they're, they're there. Why wait? For yes. Me. And I need to get down there and I need to yes. I need to be with them right yeah. away. <laughs> so yeah, it's not normal. Okay, so back up. Here we are. It is the normal people premiere on Hulu. The show we have been anticipating for Mm-hmm. Almost a year now. Yeah, is that yeah. well? Well, I guess the book came out, and then we knew quickly it would be a show, and then they started casting. So it's been a year journey, and it's funny, Kate, because we talk about the the moment of clarity, the rage clarity I had that started this podcast. But this is kind of the sleeper start to our podcast, don't you think? Yeah, definitely. Right. Definitely. It, when this book came out. And we had always kind of exchanged recommendations or talked about books we loved. But when Normal People by Sally Rooney came out, it was on my radar. I told you about it. You got to the book first. Which is unusual. Unusual, yeah. Because, uh, yeah, I had it. Meaning that I read it before you. That's exactly unusual. Yeah, yeah. Well, yes. Well, you read stuff first. But usually the zeitgeisty stuff I like to get on right away. Just because not have anything to do with you. Because... If I don't read it right away and other people start influencing my opinion of it, I just, I can't yeah. be, I can't be part. Whether it's good or bad, frankly, if they're, if it's good, I'm less likely to read it. I'm like, no, I don't want to read it now. Right, Everybody right. loves it. I don't want to be a part of it. And this so, had a lot of hype. So that could yes, have fallen a, so by the wayside hype. for you under it, that theory of yours. It, yeah. But it was you who got me to get on it pretty quickly because you were like, I can't stop reading this. I don't know if I like it, but yeah. I just 
cannot stop reading That's it. exactly what I said on our podcast on the yes. book. I said yes. that. I said, I, I'm not, you were like, do you like it? I go, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, but, but I can't stop. I can't stop. And you were sure about that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So that, of course, intrigued the hell out of me. And then I dive right in. And then then this book just blew up. And, and now here it is, the show. Which is just, and now it was released in the UK and Ireland two days ago. So there's Ooh. already been so much buzz oh, here. Okay. I had no idea. Oh, you know, I yes. try not to. You're the you're the informed one, Kate. Oh. I am not the. I am the well, emotional, impassioned one. You are the informed one. <laughs> well, I am the tweeter now too. So in yes, the yes. Twitter sphere is that what it's called? What what is it? Twitter sphere. Twitter. Anyway. Yeah, Twitter sphere. Yeah. yeah, it's been relentless all positive but yeah so i've been so jealous because the people across the pond have been yes. raving about it for days okay. and i've binge watching it and i've been i've read a million reviews and i just I, it's I, i'm not sure i've ever seen such overwhelmingly positive reviews of something wow as this i know as the show I mean, okay. So interesting. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm not going to be overwhelmingly positive about it. Oh no! Really? <laughs> oh, don't. Oh, well, let's be clear. We're only talking. Yes, about, the about first episode two. one and two. Yes. Okay, yeah. and clearly these reviewers got access to you know the full series you know ahead of time, and that's what they're commenting on and honestly some okay. of them, just regular people like I said who've who've been watching it uh a lot of them have watched the whole thing too but today yeah, because it all came out that's right yeah. we're gonna take it in, in bite-sized doses at least for recapping purposes because you want to talk about it as it goes and how you're feeling as it goes because people aren't going to necessarily binge watch the whole thing and they might not know whether they should keep going or stop and and we're here to check in with that yeah. Right? Yes. And it was unusual that Hulu dropped the whole thing. So you do have that that temptation to binge watch, but we're going to try and regulate ourselves. Yes, we are. And we'll talk about that a little bit more later. I I, I understand it. So let's start with the a little bit chronologically, the first episode. I mean, it, we had originally planned on just doing the very first episode, and I'm glad we didn't because the first episode really wasn't much of anything. It was... It begged to continue yeah, yes. to the second episode, yes. right? Well, um, it's the setup, particularly if you've never read the book. It's your introduction it to the characters. It is. It is. And how did you feel about Marianne? I, I felt how how I felt about Marianne, the character in the book. Mm. She's she's a little off putting, yeah. obviously, and that's that's just her. And I, she's intentionally difficult. I think she sort of goes through the world making it more difficult for herself and that's what you see i think in the first episode that there are times where you just i mean which connell says to her at one point in his own way but it's sort of like well, like why you gotta be so difficult yes. you know, you know yes. with the teachers who that one teacher yes. who he's like you know he's not a bad guy and, yeah and and she thinks i think that you know she said made those comments about school being i don't know whatever she said like how dare they like like a prison a, or something authoritarian or she, yes regime right yeah. and he's like you know it's no different for for you like you're yeah. not you, you, this is like just that for everyone to you yeah, yeah it's happening to yeah. everyone it's just so, school sort of like deal with it it's school yeah yeah exactly you know so so she's 
that's she is somewhat unlikable. It's, she, yeah. It's interesting that you said you felt the same way, or and I know where yeah. you're going. I think as the book, but to me that was the part I didn't like was that it didn't feel like the book. And part of it is just I, I see where I'm going to struggle with the adaptation. I do because there are no interactions at school. We don't see her tell her teacher off multiple times. We hear about it. We know it's true. So they've kept to, to the book. It's it's accurate to the yeah. book. But we And we have those kind of conversations between Connell and Marianne, but we don't see her doing it. And seeing her doing it, I'm just like, enough already. Like, what? why do you have to go there every time? You're just making, again, kind of Izzy thing. Yeah, that's what I was you, thinking of. Yeah, you're making your life more difficult for you. Do you really need to be doing this? And I don't, it is more off-putting seeing it as opposed to having it be related between relayed between them in a conversation so yes. I uh, think in this medium you're right it mm-hmm. it drives it home more yeah but I think yeah. I you know again I did say I read a lot um and mm. Sally Rooney we should note is one of the writers yes. on this so yes. in adapting it she does very much participate she she is one of the writers and so so far I think it's pretty true to form yeah. to the book which could be of course, because of her involvement, but also, I mean, the director, Lenny Abramson, said he wanted, you know, he wanted to be really true to it, which, uh, you know, we just did little fires and clearly we talked ad nauseum about the departures there. But so far in this, there there aren't that. But she said that she really did want to make sure Marianne was unlikable. You know, she mm-hmm. said that that was sort of something she was focused on in the adaptation, mm-hmm. which I thought was interesting because she, she, she's did that very much intentionally she said yeah yeah it just comes across differently you know it's just the it's the visual medium that's kind of hard to adjust to yeah yeah i think maybe we'll see that that'll change a little yeah i think so i think it already is by i think it already is by episode two episode two but just to start you're right they're sort of setting it up and and this is you know, it's important for the setup, I guess, yeah, to have yeah, her yeah. be that way and, and have her really just be an outsider, which yes. is kind of, which is what I maybe went a little too far because I don't know that she was that unlikable in the book, uh, meaning too far, meaning a too far of a departure from the book because she wasn't particularly unlikable. She was just an outsider and peers didn't like her. Now that's yes. different from being unlikable because... What do high school, I mean, sometimes what do high school kids know? Sometimes they're just don't like somebody who's different because they're all about conformity at that time. You're exactly. trying she to figure refuses. out who you are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she refuses yeah. to conform and she that refuses pisses to play, them off. Yeah. She refuses to play any sort of social game. Whereas Connell does. Yeah. But yes. you can tell that that's maybe not his natural nature either and that he has insecurities inside but to the to the outside world he's sort of the popular affable Mm -hmm. athlete but as their relationship progresses you see that that's not really the full story either but he's just sort of i think like well i'm just gonna play this role so that i can get through high school (laughs) like you might want to try it yeah but she won't yeah and you know that is the flip side of seeing the school interactions i actually found connell much more endearing oh my in, god me too. on the screen right <gasps> because in the yes. book again it's all very there it's all there it's all very true to the book 
but we don't see those interactions play out in scenes in the book. And we do here. It's a really important part of the the visual aspect of it and the setup. And you do really understand how he's playing the game. Whereas before, a lot of it was from Marianne's point of view or even Connell's, in Connell's head, which he isn't particularly self-aware. So you don't see the nuance of, you know, he is still kind of an outsider with them. He's smarter than everybody mm-hmm. else. But then they use that because they take his homework. And so yeah. it's, it's just interesting. You do see more of the line that he's towing. He yeah. really, truly isn't one of them. But he is because he is. It, yeah. it's, it's really captivating to watch. Yeah, I thought he was so much more complex yes. on the screen. And what he was able to convey without saying very much. I mean, both of them. I mean, that, that's clearly one of the, the, the I think, going to be the hallmarks of this show is how much they communicate just with looks and mm-hmm. and, and nonverbal cues and things like that. But he... Yeah, I just felt like watching him on the screen, I could feel how uncomfortable he is at times and insecure, even though you're right. I mean, they're high-fiving him and he's like in with the cool crowd, but he looks uncomfortable in his own skin, which Mm -hmm. makes him more like Marianne than you would think. And Mm -hmm. I didn't get that so much from the book, at least not in the beginning. Right, right. Yeah. You do later, you know, with him, but... yeah. When he starts to be more expressive about it, yeah. But yeah. I agree, yeah, yeah. He's there, I mean, he's. I thought I was most surprised by that too. Yeah. So this the show is very true to the book, but one thing that is there's a lot that's out of order, so to speak. Right. The book opens with the scene that happens 17 minutes into the first episode, which is when he comes to the house and they kiss, really kiss for the first time. And that is how the book opens. And it kind of really grabs you in the book. Mm-hmm. And in this, they do more character setup first, which I guess you have to do. But I don't know, by 17 minutes when they kiss, I'm all, I'm kind of like, I like him. I don't like her. I don't, I didn't feel the same way I felt when the book, when I read the book. Oh, see, I didn't even remember that's how the book opened. Oh, I should yeah. have gone back to look. <laughs> yeah, I didn't go back to look. Mine's in you box just remember. But yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I remember very specifically. I thought it was such a captivating opening. I was like, okay, here, this is an interesting way to start. He literally comes to the door. Oh, she opens it. They have some conversations about school, and then they kiss. It's it's a it was a remarkable opening to me. So, yeah, do you think they could have opened this that way though? I don't know. I'm not sure I would have thought you could open a book that way, but it was. Yeah, you're right. And it got me. It's true. And there was enough banter, but I was fine with it. I was fine with things being out of order. I I was, it was fine. Their kiss, I thought was pretty adorable. Oh my gosh. Right? Yes. Well, first of all, she's just so awkward, which is, Mm -hmm. and she just doesn't understand sort of normal social norms and cues, you know, and when we analyzed her, you know, complicated woman rating in our first podcast, you know, we talked a lot about the characteristics and she is just very blunt and direct, which is one of the characteristics we like, Yes, but it's, it's a bluntness that I don't know comes from just not knowing how to interact with people Mm -hmm. that well do you know what Mm -hmm. i mean so she just is like she's just so direct about it like are you gonna start kissing me again or you know like are we gonna take our clothes off now and yeah just like 
a whole thing. And so I don't know, but when they, when they start kissing and then she just starts laughing. <laughs> yeah. There's always these Adorable. like awkwardness. It's yeah. so cute. But that, yeah. but that was cute. Cause he's like, like you act like you've never been kissed before. And she's like, I haven't. I know that oh. was like, yeah, that was such a moment. Oh. And that was right from the book. And yeah. The, yeah. And that was again, the first, that was all the opening of the book. And it, and it's the same thing. She hadn't been kissed before. And she says the same thing. So I was like, Oh, who is this girl? I was vo- so intrigued in the book and then it comes a little later it's fine but it was different and then he says don't tell anyone at school yeah so she's the one that says no one has to know and then they kiss and then he goes back and says it now I don't remember if that was in the book but I'll tell you in that moment it came off pretty icky to me I'm like okay she already said she's not going to tell anyone before you kissed he was like it's going to be awkward at school if something happens between us she goes no one has to know they kiss and then he repeats it like one minute later. I know. I, I did know. not like that. And she's like, like as if I'd talk to anyone or whatever, you know, because it, it is also sort of not necessary. She already said it, like you said, and, and right. to her point, like, like, who the fuck do I talk to? <laughs> I don't talk to anybody. Yeah. But that um, was, I, I feel like there's a lot of pain in that statement. There but, is. And yeah. listen, Connell, that's one of, you know, we'll see you know, quite a few times in their high school years where he does not act, you know, in the best way because, yeah, right. I mean, he's going to do this more than once. Yeah. Yeah. And he mistake, and you can see it on screen. He mistakes her bluntness, her forthrightness yeah. with, with total security and yeah. she's insecure too. I know. Uh, you know, she's got issues too. He does. He thinks she doesn't care about anything. Right. You know? And, and she doesn't, but part of that is a defense mechanism. Right. So, As you've explained to me, nobody yeah, yeah, really yeah. doesn't give a shit. You yeah. Know? Nobody yeah. really walks through life, even if she does appear in school to not care what these people think or not, yeah. you know, he does mistake that for her being stronger than she really is. Yeah. At, at and, least at the beginning. Yeah. And I think sometimes reacting it's and I've talked about this before on this show on different shows reacting is as much of an investment as playing the game so she sees the game Connell's playing and that everyone plays and she does the opposite but it's not purely her own volition it's not her own agency she's just reacting to what everybody else what everybody else does I don't want to do that because that's what everybody else is doing so then she does the opposite she's not really just existing in her own bubble which is probably impossible but it is still very reactionary to what's going on right right and he doesn't realize that he's just like she does whatever she wants well she doesn't always do whatever she wants she does have expectations for the way she's supposed to act yes she does even when that's against the way everyone else acts right so minute 23 is when we see a phone for the first time, which uh, this is going to be another thing that kind of bothers me. And maybe I'll, I, I'm sure I'll get over it. But when is this set? Oh, I mean, do we, do we know? I don't well, know. <laughs> I mean, I don't think we know. And I don't think that's a good thing. You're supposed to know. <laughs> Like, yeah. are, I mean, this could literally be the 50s or it could be... 2000 2000 it could be 2010 it could be 2020 i don't know yeah it was definitely not the 50s <laughs> yeah well 
well, so with the phone well, and the cars minute, and the whole uh, everything. Yeah, I mean. Yes. Well, I, I'm like, so are is it present day? So the book I think was it's set, present day. The but. book was set in 2011. He has a smartphone. It has to be somewhat present day. Maybe so, because I don't know. Sally Rooney just does not engage in any kind of social media and therefore will not put it into her story. Which I get. I like that. The point so, is... I think it's probably... You're right. The point is we should know. The point, yeah, yeah. The point is it's very distracting to me, frankly. Well, that's so I funny and I never where noticed and when or we are cared. set. Yeah, really? I need to know where when we are set. Like what are we... What are we looking at? What What is the world here? And I'm just that looking at their, their world. See, I can't, I'm transfixed by the two of them. I don't, and this, yeah. and, and, and the, the scenery too, at times, some of those shots were so beautiful, but so I never thought of that. I, to me that yeah. it's like ancillary to the story because the story is really just about these two and I, you could put them in any time I, for me. That's exactly my point. It is ancillary to the story. So any amount of time that a viewer is thinking about it is a waste. But I should they? not be thinking yeah. about it. You should have put up a title card, 2011, period. I would have never well, thought true. about it. That's Never. True. Yeah. I did like that. Um, All right. So, so last kiss, thing for... Ep- right? yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, yeah. Are you going to... No. Keep episode going. one, the last piece of it, I thought, was the brother. And yes. Yeah. So the brother is a jerk, clearly. Him leaving her and kicking her out in the rain, I thought that was ugh, shitty, obviously. Alan's horrible, yes. Yeah. And they're laying the groundwork for him, which I guess is good. But, you know, because I think some people thought the they're laying the groundwork for the ending. Now, I won't give anything away in case you're just watching it for the first time and you don't know the book which is nobody I guess but anyway <laughs> that that it kind of came as a surprise what happens at the end and so they're laying the groundwork for that but and that's smart but it's also menacing and uncomfortable this isn't a murder mystery or a thriller I, I don't like the vibe I'm not liking it you don't like the vibe of the older brother yeah but that it's... that it gives the show Oh, but he, so even in episode two, I mean, we, we only see little bits of him in both. So, you know, it's not like they, they spend a, a lot of time on setting him up as some, I mean, I think what they're doing is, which isn't like the book is giving us what is her damage a lot sooner. Mm-hmm. You know, we kind of wait, had to wait, I think, if I'm remembering correctly, a little, it came out sort of later in the book as to sort of what's her damage and in, in her brother and her family life. And I think we're just going to get pieces of that sooner so that we sort of understand Mar- uh, Marianne better. And we actually talked about that on our podcast about, mm-hmm. right, didn't we, about how we would feel if we'd sort of known this stuff earlier about her, but... Yeah. But anyway, um, I didn't see yeah. his menacing. I just oh, thought... My God. I just saw it as like... When he's sitting in the chair... Oh, that's episode two. But when he's but sitting he's in the chair... But he's fucking creepy. Even in... I mean, he's... Yes. Psychologically well, abusive. So... So what's the difference need... between menacing and cre- creepy? But but he is, meaning that's part of the story. Yeah. So I yeah. don't... I didn't get the like a thriller murder mystery vibe. It's like he's actually like psychologically abusive. So he should be super menacing and creepy. Right? <laughs> Yeah, but do you want that in your love story setup? Meaning it's too soon? Yeah, or too oh, much. Like, I understand that it's going to be an important part, I guess, later on. But the vibe, 
through the whole this is a really a love story and what love is and isn't and and how it's awkward and how it's a lot of different things it's not like a swoony love story but it is a love story and that just took the vibe to a different place for me and it was just little snippets so I'm like what's going on here like they're really going couldn't he just been a jerk the rain thing was like perfect for me the sitting and the looking and the weirdness was like don't you isn't that how you pictured him in the book like really psychologically fucked up not not just like mean yeah and so i think we need to know her psychological damage too because it explains so much about marianne yeah no i i understand i just think it it was hard in the love story setup maybe it's just that these are 30 minute episodes yeah uh, or what but that's why i think maybe you think it's too soon yeah, it, maybe that kind of it, it popped in too much too soon. You. Yeah, maybe in the beginning it should have just been like normal older brother jerk stuff, and then obviously escalates into a different place. You but, are you are definitely thinking. I think again, if there are people on this planet who haven't read the book, like what the fuck, a little bit about him. Like, yeah, that guy's yeah, weird. Like exactly. But so's the mom. And if you haven't read the book, are, are you thinking like this guy's gonna kill her, murder her, or something? Like. I don't know. Yeah, the vibe I was just, I don't, it was it's off. It's hard it was because off. I know he's not going to murder her. Yes, of course. Yes. Right. So, well, you should hope but, not when it's like clearly been touted as this love story. Right. Right. Yeah. I, that's true. I mean, I just, yeah, I, I think he was like the most vile character from the book for me. So yeah. I, I, yeah, when, but not in the first fifth, like, what is, what are the first that's two what I'm episodes? saying. They definitely yeah, did choose yeah. so, to put yeah. him sooner. Yeah. And I do think, yeah, that maybe I don't, I did read that too. And I do think there's been some questioning of why that yeah. was told sooner. And my guess was just that they wanted the viewer to understand what Marianne was dealing with and sort of explain a little bit more about why she is the way she is. And my theory is it's an overcorrection from people's responses to the book, which was that the end kind of came out of nowhere. And they're so they're overcorrecting by introducing it right off the bat. And I'm not, I don't love it. I don't love it. You yeah. All right. But episode two. Oh, but before we get to two, yes, can we on, just yes. talk about, I just thought that when, he, when she, at the end, when he, she finally does go over to his house and, and they really hook up more or they, you know, well, they don't have sex yet, but I just, again, when she just says these things like, well, you she, know, he comes, you meet, do you mean when she's, when she goes over to his house, that's episode two. When oh, that's episode two. over again. Right. That's yes. the 17th. Yeah. yeah. I okay. meant, sorry. I meant before when he invites her over to his house. Yes. Right. Yes. 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 At yes, the yes. End it's of at season one. Yes. Mm-hmm, yes. Mm-hmm. And he says, you know, I've got a free house on Saturday and they're making out. And I, I said, she'd already said, can we take our clothes off? Which I just, she, the way she just so direct, like all they've done is have one kiss. And now I this know. is like their second kiss. And she's I like, know. stops and is like, can we take our clothes off? And that's when I'm just like, it's so Marianne. And then he's sort of like, no, like not here, but I do have a free house on Saturday. You're and right. then they start kissing again. She's like, are you sure we can't take our clothes off? Yeah. <laughs> just, and then she's like, you were tempted for a second. Like, I tempted you. And I thought that she was actually kind of being funny and cute. Yes. yes. And that was, a, I thought, a nice side of her. Still her kind of weird directness and awkwardness. But then at the end, it's almost flirtatious for her, which yeah. she doesn't I, really do so well. 
Yeah, I I agree. And that was right from the book. So I it was yeah. just in line with the book. And I liked that moment too. Yeah, it I was did. cute. Yes. yes. But then, yes. yeah, episode two. Now they're in his bedroom. Well, I loved so episode two. I, I liked I much better. Episode loved. one was sort of inert. But how much can you do in that little amount of time? So episode two really ramps things up. It starts with her putting her makeup on. We can assume it's Saturday and she's going to go over to his house. She starts putting makeup on and then looks at herself and frowns and takes it off. Like that is literally me every time. (laughs) I'm like, I'm, this is like a special occasion. I need to put some makeup on, fancy myself up. And then I'm like, why do I look so weird with this weird makeup thing going on? (laughs) And it's not even a lot of makeup. It's just very basic, but I can't. I never learned. I don't care. I don't do it. It's not normal. So I just put it on and then take it off. Like, what am I doing? (laughs) I love that moment. I get it, Marianne. Yeah. So and then then she goes over to his house and they're talking and she is displaying how incredibly self-aware she is, which is, again, right in line with the book. She says, people say I'm annoying think she says arrogant obnoxious obnoxious, argumentative self-righteous arrogant and frigid frigid yes damn and then o'connell's like i mean connell's like so what who cares people probably say that about me kind of just being nice Mm -hmm. and she takes it very literally she's like no they don't yes no one thinks you're annoying and shy people aren't annoying yeah and then then he's he's like like, what you think i'm shy yes Which shows his lack of self-awareness. Yes, exactly. Like he's genuinely like, it's like he was busted. Like, except that he does look surprised, but also like she, she, she knows like, oh shit. Like he, he does agree with that, but he didn't know other people thought that or would, would be able to figure that out about him. You know, it was like, it, it, it was weird. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But then it la- I just think it launches into a good part of dialogue, right? It's so just because good. I don't give my opinion about everything. And she's like, you don't give your opinion about anything ever. Mm-hmm. And then he talks about his feelings, which was, I thought, a good part. Yeah. Right? How he- she, well, yeah. 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 Go ahead. I love that. I mean, so he's right, though. She says, you never give your opinion on anything. And he's like, you just always know what you think. Yeah. I'm not like that. Yeah. And she said, well, you must know what you feel. Yeah. And then I love this. He goes, I struggle with that, actually. Yeah. I might look back at something and think how I felt at the time. But when it's happening, I never have any idea. Which yeah. is so interesting to me. Like, yeah. he, that he can't feel it in the moment and that he understands that only when he looks back. Does he actually know how he felt? And that, I think, is a foreign concept to her. But Yes, it is. It makes so much sense out of him. Yes, it does. And it was very honest. Very honest. Yeah, it's a very interesting line because I am like Marianne in this way. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. But somehow... It makes when he's so much re- sense to me. It I does? was like, oh my uh, God, it makes so much sense to me. Yeah. But I, I could see how it would not make sense to you. Yeah. 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 No. So it was honest and it was, it, it really somehow resonated, even if you don't get it intuitively like I didn't get it intuitively. And then, she, but, yeah, yeah, but then the next line, and this makes sense too, he, she says, then how do you know what you want? 
And yeah. this is like what you would ask. Well, that, like, that doesn't make any sense. And how do you know what you want? And he says, I don't. Yeah. And Which is he, baffling like, to he, me. He, Again, it's, it's right? baffling to me, but I believe him. I believe yes. him. It doesn't feel like a put on. I know he, he and again also just so honest and vulnerable and then I love and you know obviously then she's like well you know well he says most of the time I don't have a clue yeah. and she says what about now and of course he knows what he wants right now which right. is her and right. that's when the, the the kissing starts yes and then, and then she's then, like now can we take our clothes off and, he, and he's so wants. cute he's like yes now we yes, can now we can and then, so they start hooking up, is that, and then she... Yeah, they're giggling, they can't get the bra off, and... Yeah, and then, by the way, she did the the matching bra and panties, which I guess makes sense, but also is so conforming for her. I don't know. Like, it why is. would she do that? I guess in this instance, I thought about that, actually. I do think with, like, although she typically doesn't want to conform and doesn't care that there is something... Yeah obviously special about this moment where which is also why she tried to put on makeup you know i think yes. even she yes. knows okay well you know this is what a girl does and yes. normally she doesn't give a shit what a girl does but yeah. i think she wanted to be a little more conforming in this i think that's right yeah plus yeah. she knows he's probably done it before so she right. want to totally stick out right and i loved so they start but then I'm not sure. In the beginning, I'm not sure what's going on, frankly. I, I mean, I don't, it's hard. I said this about the book so many times when I relate to people, I'm like, oh my God, the sex scenes. And then people will come back to me like, what, what were the sex scenes? And I'm like, they were just so incredibly vulnerable and drawn out and powerful. And I think people, when I said, oh my God, the sex scenes, people were like waiting for like some S&M or craziness going on I'm like no they're just so incredibly real and yeah. intense mm-hmm. and prolonged and they did not shy away from that in the, in the show but it's a little more complicated because logistically I mean these two people are not having sex they're acting yeah <laughs> sex scenes on a show with two people who are acting is just not going to be as satisfying as reading about it and imagining it and do being the whole the whole picture for for me it's just not really yeah no so the well clearly this episode goes on to have many more sex scenes so is it is was that or is that a general comment you're making about all of them or just this initial one where i think it's going to be well so there weren't really more of, of these kind of sex scenes it was maybe like montage clips of it and and the moments of intimacy but it wasn't one of those like the that scene tracked with the book and there are a few more of those scenes that will track with the book where it's a, a prolonged and one certainly at the end that we we talked about uh in the book are prolonged like you're you're there with them for too long kind of thing in a good way i thought but Showing that is going to be hard. So the montage clippy parts were were great, but that they don't have the same impact. Their intimacy is there. Their playfulness is there. I get all of that. But those scenes that had such a huge impact on me in the book, so such that I would say to people, oh my God, the sex scenes were not, were just not as satisfying because it's reality. You, it's reality is these are two actors and you can't show anything you can't show a lot so right right this is, this is mean, not a porn showing, they're showing yes but they're 
I think throughout the series, they're going to show a lot. I know it's not born, but like, yeah. meaning there's going to be a lot of these. I, you know, I don't well, know. I mean, I, I just thought, I do recall that from the book too. And I get what you're saying a hundred percent. And I love that about the book. I guess yeah. I love it here too, though, just maybe in a different way. Like it didn't, I can see what you're saying, but I just think the intimacy Mm-hmm. And the yeah, way it's, it's shot, it's just so intense. And yeah. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I saw a talk. I told you I participated in some Zoom call with the director Lenny Abramson, yeah, and um, Daisy Edgar Jones and Paul Mescal. And of course, they were asked about the sex scenes. You yes, know? and they did have an intimacy coordinator, which of, they, of course, which, which <laughs> by the way, they all sort of made fun of it first. He was sort of like, like what? I know we have to have that, but they they ended up. They said just loving this woman, and she just made it so amazing, and and whatever. Like they they credit her for for yeah. really making these scenes. Uh, I agree. Work so yeah. well. But, you know, he said, the Lenny said that, you know, nudity, he said, is an incidental truth to the sex scenes. And so, oh, agreed. Did, right. And that he actually specifically pointed out episode two, which is their first sex scene. And he said, if you watch that, and of course I hadn't watched it then, mm-hmm. he said, they're really just like carrying on a conversation, you know, mm-hmm. in, through dialogue. And then yeah. there is the dialogue through the physical and that's something you're going to see throughout the show that that's just the way these two connect like Mm -hmm. that's just another form of of dialogue for them right that it's not just physical like intimacy is represented in all the scenes either like physical emotional psychological and and that he wanted it to just particularly again he said this scene in episode two just flow from talking to then communicating that way and that and maybe I had that in my head yeah. when I was watching it, but I also believe that. So I, I thought that was yeah, maybe, but yeah, yeah. I, but I, I actually think that's the problem. The problem is that it's too interlaced. Now I, I get all of that, and I and I got all of it from the book really intensely. But when you're mid act and like you know, like asking a, a random question. I understand that it could be part of it. It just, I, watching it, it was it was just not right. It was incongruent to me. Like the act is something else. I understand that they take it so far as to, as if it's their communication as well, but it was too choppy. Like then he goes, so then they're not having sex when they're standing up and they get on the bed. She get She makes him go get a condom he then and then he puts it on and like it's so prolonged and awkward and you know like there with them i, I don't know and then what what is he he says you mean what does he say when oh, he goes to you're get the very condom? you're very yeah. pretty by the way and i'm yes. like this is not working for me i'm sorry it's not so, so first and, of all it's a first yeah. time so we really of teenagers we i think we need to feel a little awkward don't we i mean N- no that's actually the opposite he wouldn't have been able to just put a condom on stand there in the bright light and then go you're very pretty by the way before i go in for this like it was just, it was so it was I, it was too mature actually 
so awkward would have been like, you're, where do I put my hand? What fumbling do I, do I should for move the cup, over? Yeah, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. The whole thing. I well, don't so know. I liked the part. Well, first of all, the standing up part. I mean, that was just, I mean, that's just foreplay and them exploring yeah, each other. Right. And so sure. I had Which no problem takes with that. five seconds. I don't right. know. I was like, okay, that's it. Oh, meaning that, that it was too short, that part. Yeah, I mean, the whole, so this is what I wrote. The whole thing happens too quickly and too slowly for me. <laughs> I mean, it is like those moments where I'm like, what's going on right now? Are they, I'm like, there's no way she's having sex for standing up. There's, this is not happening. So what is happening? And then also that's over, get on the bed. Like it, and then, then it's excruciatingly long time. I mean, his putting on the condom takes as long as that standing up foreplay does. What's going on? Well, he's talking to her about, you know, or, you know, he says, is this your first? And she says, yes. And oh and then I did you, yeah. I, I get your part about the pretty line. I actually thought that was yeah. a little, a little, yeah. little yeah. cheesy, but, but which annoyed me because right, everything he said bef- right before that I thought was so nice, which is less, like, if you want to stop, just say, and she's like, I doubt I'll want that. Yeah. He's, he's being sweet. Like, but listen, it could hurt. Like, I, I don't know. That part did, I thought he was actually genuinely concerned for her and making sure she's okay and that it's okay if you don't want to do it at any point like whatever but then it's, the I it's think the timing pretty, by the way was a little i was like ah stop talking you were you were being really sweet <laughs> yeah for me it's all the timing it's i mean he sh- he should have known that the when he said when she said it's the first time i've ever been kissed so maybe like as soon as he comes over he says I know you think you want to do it. I definitely want to do it. But if you ever want to stop, you know, like if I, I'm not objecting to anything he says, I'm time, I'm objecting to the timing and the cutting of it with the physical, with the conversation. It's just, it makes more sense. And I think this was a lot of it in the book, or at least it's how I recall it in the book. It is communicating beforehand. It is all interior during the, the physical act. And then they talk again afterwards. So there's a lot of thoughts that we get to read that we wouldn't be privy to and obviously are impossible in a show where you can't read thoughts, but I, the way it is chopping it is just not, it's just, it's not working for me. And I'm that's, not, yeah. yeah. And that's it, what he said he did on purpose because he wanted yeah. to, wanted to convey that, that again, that he goes, it's just interspersed among dialogue. Cause I wanted, I wanted to show that it's just all part of the same thing for them. Yeah. I know it's not working yeah. for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, I, I, it's listen. I'm being overly critical because those were the. Mo- this is the problem. I, I'm having the opposite reaction to Little Fires everywhere for you. For you, Little Fires, the show filled in what the book didn't do. The this for me, the show is massacring what I did love. And there were things I didn't love about the book, but the things I did love, it's massacring oh. them. And then oh. not filling anything else in. So I don't think it's, it's gonna not f- a great start. It's just ruining it. It's ruining it. Oh my yeah. God. I can't yeah. even with this. It's but, ruining it. Well, those scenes, it, absolutely. Those scenes to me, book, you take that scene, those pages from that book, you take that scene from the show. It's not even close. The scene from the book. Yeah, I don't even remember that specific scene. Oh, God. See, these were the scenes. Like, literally, I haven't read the book in like a year, and I can still feel those scenes. And that was one of them, obviously. 
Yeah. Um, and I do. I mean, I remember, but not, not enough. Uh, like, I don't yeah. know. I just, so I, I could just watch these two yeah. do anything. I, I just. Yeah. No, I, on the whole, it's still all working, but it's just the interesting part is those few scenes that I loved so much are just not translating. And it makes sense. It's difficult to make those things translate, but. It's, but it isn't that the actual viewing of the chemistry between these two is not making up for that because like well, that's why it's know. just a different experience for yeah me. i maybe yeah no maybe it is making up for it on the whole but we're talking about we're dissecting a scene so that was what wasn't working for me in those beats if i just watch the 30 minutes from a you know ten thousand foot view it's working it's working the whole thing but yeah but those were the, my precious scenes, the ones I told everybody, like, you have to read this book for those scenes. And then they're not good in the show. So that's not great. Yeah, I think I still like this scene even yeah. here, just because I feel oh, and such also, intimacy between them. That I know. I, and and that's, also, yeah. yeah, the sounds, come on. The, first of all, these are not ambient. I, I know enough about how shows and movies get made to know that these are not ambient sounds those are not actually them in the moment like breathing heavily that's that's someone has to put those sounds in and make them match up with what's going on but it's too much i it's, actually noticed the kissing the lip yes. smacking kind of was yes loud. yeah that that sound yes I noticed. that's what it i'm talking about like, i'm like who kisses that loud it's like there was a lot. Yes. There was a lot of that. Yeah. Well, some Foley yeah. artist is knocking two like chalkboard erasers together to make that sound. And I'm like, it's too much. Please yeah, make it I stop. I did notice the sound. That is true. And and even later on, in less sort of intense sex scenes, the sounds of like their body slapping. Now, this is reality. I understand this. But also reality, lots of people put on music when they're having sex because they don't want to hear those things in reality <laughs> so true that's true although i she, mean they did especially very, high school and college give me a break they, <laughs> yeah they did tell a very funny story daisy and paul about filming one of these scenes and i it's clearly not this one where yeah. they had to be really sweaty for the sex uh -huh. scenes so they uh -huh. put like oil uh, on them like uh, the i mean the intimacy oh coordinator oh, i mean no. she like wet them up basically oh, and that they were and you know she's dying while he's telling the story and she and she's like oh god oh god please don't tell it and he's like oh, so our bodies were uh how, how would i say this they were they were interacting with each other in a weird mm -hmm. way when we tried to like shift ourselves and it made uh, uh, and he goes, all right, it made a fart sound. And it sounded yeah, yeah, like yeah. our body. She's like, our bodies farted. And she said oh. that the whole crew was like laughing, but also like they thought someone, one of them really did. And she was like, it was so yeah. awful. Like, oh, she's like, it was because oh, someone, the question was like, how did you guys like break the ice? And, she, and she's like, from that point on, the sex scenes were fine because nothing was as embarrassing <laughs> as the body fart that right, we made. Moving yeah. on each other. I was like, oh, yeah. So oh, that was funny. But yes, sounds happen. Yeah. But you don't. I don't. <laughs> yes. But I don't know that it should be in a show. Yeah, I don't At least know. I cut that part out. <laughs> at least not in this one. Oh, jeez. I don't know. But their but second. The, 
Their yeah, second experience is much better, obviously. Right, the, still right. the sounds, I'm not loving. But then her her story, this was more in line with what I wanted. You know, it's, well, they, they cut right to it. So they're not talking before. But then they do it and then they talk afterwards, which again, yes. just seems more realistic. Yeah. I'm more in line with the book, more in line with real life. But this um, is the one that was a little more, it looked like they were really getting into it and she's like that was good right yeah yeah and he's yeah. like it was class yeah Speaking and then the term we don't use but yes here yeah. in the u.s <laughs> <laughs> and then she, but she tells her story about the him so, seeing him on the uh, on the soccer field right? yeah i don't know if it's yeah football match soccer i don't yeah, know what by the way yeah. right what is that by the way is, that was I another mean, thing I literally so don't know what's going on. No, I was I, like, is this rugby? I, I, It might be rugby. I don't even know. I was going to actually try and look it up because I'm embarrassed that I didn't know which <laughs> sport it was. But, but. Luckily, he looked hot. So I was yes. like, all right, it doesn't matter. Yes. <laughs> I'm over it. Yeah, he did. But then she tells that story about seeing him on the field and wanting to see him have sex and not even with her, just period. And then she's like, is that weird? And he's like, that's fucking weird. Did you think that was weird? Yes, but I, I, of meaning was her story weird or was yeah. his answer weird? Oh, well, I, I think the story is weird. Yes. yes I'm with him. See, I'm not. I th- thought it was totally normal. Fucking it made complete so sense to me. Well, well, see, there you go. Well, what? it was the part about. I don't even care if it's with me. It's yeah. Like she just wants to watch him, meaning because his body is like beautiful and she yes. wants to see him in the act. Yeah. It's a little bit of a weird thing to say. I, yeah. Well, I, she's essentially, I what I realized, and I, that's in the book too, what I realized is she's objectifying him, which I'm like, huh, it's interesting. Um, yeah, but, but that, yeah, that's true. I didn't think it was weird at all. And I was see, like, I think, it, I, think, I think it's a little weird. But then I like that he says, yeah, that's really weird. But I think I understand it. Yeah, like yeah, meaning he yeah. doesn't judge her for it, and yeah. and goes again to the, which we'll see throughout that they, the whole they see each other and like love each other anyway, and like even though she says like other people might have been like oh well, you don't think it's weird, but I think other guys would be like that's fucking weird and yeah. not have added the part, but I understand. Yes, yes, yes. That was nice of him. Yes. Or maybe they would have just said, no, it's not weird. Just playing the game. Like he's not playing that same social game with his friend that he plays with his friends. He's not doing that with her. He is honest. And he's like, no, that's weird. But I get it. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. And then we go. Is that when the song comes on and then the montage? Then we go into my absolute favorite part of this of this whole thing, which I'm going to be a little critical of later, but I'm going to hold it for now because Oh, I love this Imogene Heap song. I have yes. always loved the song. Also, this also started to bother me, though. Uh, all right, I'm going to hold it till later. Oh, be- I am. I I'm going to hold it till later. I can't hand any- handle any more criticism right now. Uh, okay. <laughs> so this, I love the song. I've always loved the song. I have listened to it when it first came out I, on repeat. I mean, like literally for hours on end. And anyone who knows me in real life knows I do actually listen to one song for hours on end. So, yeah. And 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 this is one of them. And the montage of them walking past each other at school. Oh, Oh. so good. With just a little glance. Yes. Mm -hmm. Or a little smile, like his Mm -hmm. little half smile. Oh, my God. And that repetition of it going 
you know, like they're seeing each other, but then they're, and then they're in the car. So it's this great juxtaposition of what's going on for them alone versus what's going on for them at school. And alone, they are so incredibly intimate with one another. And at school, they don't even, they barely look at each other. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. it was so such powerful imagery, such a great song. Loved that moment. I was totally swept away. Yeah, loved that. And the and and the montage of their intimate moments was just oh god. Yeah, that music playing. That's why yeah. I, I loved it. Yes, I loved it too. Then they end up at the beach. Hmm. Yes. And that's when she asks you know will it be weird for me to be at a nightclub with you and your friends because i guess she's been invited to sell raffle tickets for the debs which is the, mm-hmm. their sort of version of the prom yeah and and he says you know the debs is stupid anyway which we know if you've again if you've read the book that that's going to be an issue for yeah. them and they're um, laying so, the groundwork for here yeah mm, exactly but that shot just of them when it goes wide out on the beach and it's mm-hmm. just them real small oh yeah. So beautiful. Yeah. And then is he journaling about her after that? He's got a journal? Yeah, that was another one. Like the like the book. I was like, what is I was like trying to pause it. What does this say? I tried to, but I don't think you, you I, could yeah, see I, her I, name and whatever. Oh, I yeah, didn't was, see her. All I saw really yeah. was the question marks and then the very clear I feel like the words that popped out to me were or no question yeah, mark. Yeah, I did you see know, that. It was just but like, I did see her name. Yeah, it was just like I don't know what I'm doing and I'm journaling because I've realized now for the first time that I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. And that he's, this is also showing, I think his sort of sensitive writer side Mm -hmm, and we already know that he reads, you know, in all in his free time Mm -hmm. and you know how he is more of an outsider than he really appears. Yeah. Yeah. And then are, are we at the end when, they're in bed again and talking about school. I was just going to say, well, there was that one scene before that where his buddy is sort of busting his chops in the mm. car about his mom being that's right their maid, you yes. know, and yes. and we haven't talked about that yet, but you know, clearly Connell's mother works for Marianne's family, and mm-hmm. there is sort of this class issue between them that she is sort of the rich, mm. you know, girl in the mansion, and and yeah. he's you know the the single mom son of a single mom who works there and but the the, and and it's also just his friends are just such assholes but uh, they're like does she have a little bell that she rings for your mom but this is also where connell acts again of course like he doesn't know or like you know they're like do you go over there and right right he's like oh i never see her yeah Yeah. so but but you know what was interesting and this may be consistent with the book but just wasn't something i thought about or kind of recognized it's interesting that her class meaning her being rich also makes seems to make her an outsider it seems that this is a very blue collar working class i don't know what they call it in ireland but but that it seems to be that they're all more like connell and that yes her yes. having this like everyone knows about her and her rich family in this huge mm-hmm. mansion. So being rich makes her an outsider, which is, yes. I feel like not, it's usually the it's opposite. Very it's very Irish. Usually, okay. Yeah. It's usually very the opposite Irish. in American, right? It's, yes. it's everybody's rich. And then it's the one poor smart kid that manages to, to make their way up. 
Yes. But, and I, I read another article where they, I think they were saying this is something that was a quote from, from Bono, Bono. And they mm-hmm. said that he said that in America, you grow up and you see the mansion and little kids say, oh, someday I'm going to be rich and I'm going to, I'm going to live in that mansion. And in Ireland, when you're a kid, you see that, that mansion, you say, I'm going to get that bastard. Like, <laughs> yeah, which I, I thought that. was, <laughs> I love that. that explains exactly what you're thinking. They're sort of a F you to those type yeah. of people mentality. Yeah. yeah. And, and you can see how that contributes to her being an outsider. It's not just her attitude. And it just visually, again, this one really worked for me. It, it enhanced the story so much more because I didn't quite grasp it until I saw, you know, the way they're all interacting with one another. And she like lives on this island house on the hill. And that maybe part of, you know, I know it goes deeper than that, but maybe part of her personality of being defensive and being, you know, argumentative is from that she's lonely. She's just on this island, big mansion all by herself. And that just really was much more powerful to me in the show, visually seeing it. And that that really worked for me. I really liked that, that yeah, nuance. You're, you're right. And the loneliness. You you see yeah. her just eating by mm-hmm. herself. Yep. You and know, talking her to and talking to Connell's mom, like it's her only friend. I mean, they did a very good job of that too, with every time Lorraine comes to the door and she goes, Oh, well, Marianne already told me, you know, you put yes. you did well in your test and you scored the game winning whatever and so yeah 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 which we should yeah should mention that too i mean lorraine is just i mean at least in the book was one of my favorite characters Mm -hmm. and i think she will be here too and she is i I think so her only friend right i mean and and we know in the book that she is close with her and will you know stick up for her and she's already doing it right she said to connell at one point i think in episode one basically like you know be nice yes. to her. Like you should it's talk to her. Hard. She's mm-hmm. very sensitive. Like it's hard yeah. to be her. Like she yeah. gets her and yeah. that's juxtaposed against her own mother who just sort of comes in and pours her wine yes. and is, is distant and very cold. Um, yeah. 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 So. Yes. Yeah. But I feel like it's even played up. It was, that was in the book, but I feel like it's even played up a little bit more just with the constant, like, Oh, Marianne told me about your scores and then told me about the game and, yeah. It's just clear she's chatting her up all the time. When I think in the book, I thought they had a nice relationship, but didn't seem as girlfriend chatty as they're putting it in the show. And I think it's a nice, I think it's a nice, whether it's an enhancement or departure or whatever it is from the book, whatever it is, seeing it, I think is really working. Yeah. What else before, do, am I getting into the last, the yeah. last scene and starting to criticize the music choices? Yes. What even happens? Is it they talk about Trinity? Is that what? Yeah, he says he's sort of looking off and she says, what are you thinking about? And he says, I'm thinking about college and and, you know, what to put down and where to apply that part you're talking about. Yeah, well, anything before the end, the very the the very end, the music that plays out. Yeah. And so we see her give him some self-esteem, yes. right? Mm-hmm. She he doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't know where he wants to go, what he wants to do. He thinks he chose law and that was a stupid idea, but he doesn't know what else to do. And so she kind of gives him direction. Yeah. And she she should change to English because it's the only thing you really enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. And it sets up their dynamic. I I don't love it. I didn't love it in the book. I don't love it here. It's fine. 
it's set up well. I'm I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. But, and well, and it, and there is that nice nice exchange. I think when he says, "Well, then basically, like, well, if I do that, I'd have to come to Trinity, and we'd be in college together." And he says, "You'd pretend not to know me." And I do like the line, which I believe was in the book, but mm-hmm. she says, I would never pretend not to know you, Connell. And he's like, would yeah. you not? And she's like, no. And you know, you know, later that when they get there, that that's true. She she doesn't. Yeah. 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 No, it is from the, that is from the book. And I thought it was very consistent, very fine, very fine. <laughs> Very fine. Oh, yeah. No, I just think any, I, I'm most clearly going to be like the, I don't know, any, the, I just, when they're on screen together, I, I just, I like find no fault. I, I'm just like yeah. so enraptured by the two of them. Yeah. No, I, I am too. But then there's a whole lot of other stuff that's going on around it. But also, I never loved their dynamic. I, I am understanding it more maybe that, it's just another time of going through this story, but I just don't like it. I am Marianne. I'm like, how could you not know what you want? I don't know what to say to that. Like, it's very hard for me to process. So, oh God, it's, yeah, I know, I get it. And he just has such trouble communicating. Yeah, he just he. But as he says, he doesn't know what he wants. He yes, doesn't even know, know his feelings when they're happening to him. I know. I. It's just very foreign to me. It just is. Oh, but I, I don't think at least this scene. I don't think it's that unusual for for someone that age to not know, to be struggling about what they want to study and what they like versus what's going to be practical. And that I thought. I'm not saying it's not realistic. It's just entirely foreign to me. I am like Marianne. I'm like, I already know where I'm going. I already know what I'm going to do. I know exactly the next, you know, X years are done. Closed book for me. And that's how I was when I was her age. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying it's not normal. I just, cannot relate i, have I actually to, I have fought the law i i i, <laughs> oh, I was God. the one the lawyer here literally but really an english major because i did not ever want to go to law school i just kept telling myself no 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 while everyone else kept telling me too so oh my God, i refused so to even funny. put down pre-law so wait so why were people telling you to go to law school though? they've been telling me that since like first grade i'm not even kidding yeah me no me too yeah. but and so but, therefore i didn't want to Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. I see, I like, always why do people? I'm keep like, this is, me that? see, I, and I'm like, it's my idea. I'm like, I should be a lawyer. I've known, and everyone else has known, I should be a lawyer since I was five years old. But that's just who I am. So I didn't feel like it was anybody else's idea. So there's yeah. nothing for me to rebel against. I guess. Yeah. Is the point. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't agree that it was me. Okay. Oh, we got to get to the ghost house. Oh, okay. Good to go. Go. Oh my God. Get to the ghost house. I right. Was gonna, I don't. I felt nothing about that. So go. It's oh. all you. Run with it. I have nothing Wait, to say. You felt nothing, nothing at the ghost house. Nothing. Oh nothing. my God. I. I. I'm. I'm just. Now. Okay. Go. go. So I love this scene. Okay. Did you love it in the book? Yes. Okay. Did you not? No. No. See, I. This it was unremarkable to me. See, it's just funny. Now imagine if they had taken the scene that you loved in the book and massacred it. <laughs> well, yeah. I. I mean, you'd be upset. And yes. And this scene for me, seeing it on the screen, and I think more importantly, their facial expressions, and I just felt so much more, mostly from Connell. Again, back to our original point that I do feel like. I don't know. He's coming out as more multidimensional for me on the screen. Agreed. 
And this was one of them. So uh, anyway, they go there and she says, you know, maybe I should just leave you alone. And and that's her trying to get him to, I think, say his feelings. Mm-hmm. And he says, you know, no, Marianne, if you did that, I'd be, but of course, because he's Connell and he can't communicate, he just doesn't finish. And she's like, you'd be what? You know, and she's like mm-hmm. begging him for something. And first he blows it by turning it on her. Well, I'd be surprised because, you know, it seems like you like it, which is not what she's looking for here, right. you know, but then he, he admits more, you know, I mean, he says, you know, I'm sorry, you know, I just, I don't know. I, and then he says, I love this. He's like, you make me insecure talking about not wanting to hang out. I thought you liked me. And, and this to me, he was being, he goes on and I could talk about that, but, but that point right there where he admits to being insecure mm-hmm. and he's being so vulnerable. And mm-hmm. I, I was so surprised because we've talked about this a lot on the podcast before that in the book, once she gets to Trinity, the tables turn, right. Mm-hmm. And that meaning I thought he had much more sort of control over her and was in the power position when they were in high school. And then it flips when they get to Trinity. Mm -hmm. But then in this scene, I was thinking more, maybe she had more control over him than I thought before, you Mm -hmm. know, and that, that did, did I, didn't I say that? Yes. Yeah. I I think so. Like, yeah, he, he, but I I suddenly when he said that he looked so like, again he just looks so insecure and so under her control that even just the suggestion by her that they split apart was devastating to him and that Mm -hmm. she had that effect on him even then and you know Mm -hmm. with and he's just like i thought you liked me you know Mm -hmm. you know and that's when he realizes shit like i've got to give her more and he's like i if you did that i would be upset you know and he says like, I would miss you if mm-hmm. you didn't want to see me anymore. And he's really trying to communicate because he, mm-hmm. he's scared right there. Like, yeah. she might actually leave me. And that's when I, I just sort of hit me for, for Connell that, that he really, he's under her spell. Yeah. And I, I think that that just came out a lot more for me here on the screen yeah. than it did in the book at the time. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. he's just being so vulnerable. He's yes. just so hard for him to talk. It's yeah. Just, I feel for him. Yeah. See, yeah. I, I'm realizing in the show how much I identify not with the out not necessarily with the outward personality of Marianne, but certainly the way she deals with things and the way she processes things I relate to very much. And so I don't know. I guess she she takes his token kind of gesture of vulnerability but it's like it's not that impressive to me so it's like okay this is enough to keep it going but i'm like all right so let's go keep going we'll, well just it's keep not going. impressive because he should be able to communicate better yeah i see oh oh my god you just hit it it's not his lack of communication that's the issue it's his lack of ability to understand himself or his feelings or his wants or his needs or his emotions at all. I think it's if you like knew. every man I know. I don't know who you're hanging out with that under, for, or, or person, by the way. Why am I even criticizing men? It's yeah. like how everyone goes through the world. This is why I don't have friends. This is why I spend a lot of my time alone talking into a microphone. 
I don't understand people. I just don't. I am. I am the no, Marianne. People don't understand themselves. It's not that you don't understand. You don't understand. Well, I don't. People can't understand. Yes. Exa- thank you. Thank you for finishing <laughs> yes, that sentence. Yes. yes. I'm like, aren't you alive? Don't yes. you have a heartbeat? But yeah. people spend too much time in society. That is part of the problem. Well, we should also point out he is an 18-year-old boy. Ugh, I right? don't know. But, what. You, but, I but, don't give a lot of credence to we, age. I really don't. But remember we talked about this? Um, yeah, mm-hmm. the, on, on about how, you know, they are they are kids. I mean, but, yeah, I know, but they're I trying don't... to figure out. But the problem is he's going to be like this the whole time. So even as he goes through college. Yeah. And like I said, when I was 18 years old, I was never fucking more sure about everything in life. So I don't know. Do you mean that sometimes with youth, there's like an arrogance of. of, Yeah. 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 So I don't really. But that's not him. No, it's not. It's definitely not. But it's. Yeah. I I don't know. Yeah, I I think that again there are more people yes. than you you know there always, are. Always like, always known this. Never yeah. been unclear that I am the outlier in every way. So, if you're the Marianne, then why is Mary you, well, she you if it were you then you'd be like you wouldn't be able to deal with that because you'd be like you don't you don't understand yourself. You just fucking admitted you don't even know what you feel until, you know, yeah. however many yeah, years but- later. But then, so no, I can deal with it in an intimate relationship in this way because those little nuggets that the little trail of breadcrumbs of vulnerability is enough because sometimes people don't even give that. So yes, yeah. So and you got to couple that with the way they communicate physically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is a, it, that fills in so many gaps for them. Yeah. And also that they talk about lots, I mean, they talk about lots of things. They talk about yeah. politics oh, yeah. and mm-hmm. class structure and, you know, what they're reading. So yeah. there's a lot there. There's a lot there. So I understand what Marianne's doing. Part, yeah. It's a struggle, but he's struggling. He He's willing to do it. He's willing to put in the work. Right. And, and ma- that's mostly people aren't so i would yes i understand marianne's choices i do and that's why i like the ghost house scene because i do you see his struggle and him trying and you know it's hard for him and that's why it takes him like three times to really get it all out yeah you know by the end and it's just yeah Yeah. it's all right it's It's fine it's totally fine part of the story i'm in connell's trying connell's trying yes yes i feel for him all right now are we at that i'm this is my i'm like marianne i'm like now can we take off our clothes now can we take off (laughs) well that's the end of yeah she says can uh, we go back to my house now right and then they play this is where i'm gonna go get it back song at the end this is where you're going to okay oh the elliot's it's elliot smith's angel uh angelus right okay yeah did you recognize the song no Oh, Jesus. All right, back up. The two songs in this are now Imogene Heap's Hide and yeah. Seek. Mm-hmm. Came out in 2005. It's a great song. Also, that song is on a movie soundtrack. It's on a movie soundtrack that probably nobody saw, but I happen to love the movie. It's The Last Kiss with Zach Brath, and I happen to love that movie. So it's very connected to it to me. But regardless, it doesn't really matter. The fact of the matter is, it's from a movie. And this, why why they would pick a song that's so clearly from a movie was confusing to me. 
And then, but I let it go. It was in is the moment. Is it so clearly from, is that a well-known movie? No, it's like, not at all. No so. one's, maybe no one saw it except for me. Yeah, That's why I was willing it, to like, let this one go. Um, yeah. And also Imogene Heap is British. So I was like, this is not for me to, yeah, like, and in the moment it worked the whole thing. But then the last song was what pushed me over the edge. This is from Goodwill Hunting. And is it's it? an American singer-songwriter. Elliot Smith. It is from 1997 and it is from a hugely popular movie. Now, it's not the most popular song in the movie, but that is a hugely popular movie. I've seen it 8 million trillion times. Yeah, I've seen it a lot and And, I didn't even pick that up. Oh, are you kidding me? I I didn't understand it at all. Yeah, I don't... I obviously did not relate them to either movie, although the first one, the Zach Braff, I don't think that would be... I mean, like I said, I don't think most people would associate those two. Sure. And it's interesting because Lenny Abramson said, it's so funny because a lot of people have asked about the soundtrack because people have been praising it. I've actually listened to it on Spotify. The, yeah, it's the, great. It's all yeah. stolen from really great stuff done before. <laughs> from an yeah, Oscar award winning movie is very confusing to me. I mean, yeah, no, that I, is. I don't if know. I had known that, it would be confusing. But I, I didn't yeah. I didn't know. I know. And, and I had I it in my head that it was mostly, like he said, like, irish or british so i not that i so i didn't i I didn't even notice yeah i knew it because i love that movie this is a huge show this is not a sleeper show and i I guess you can't really say that people in in ireland or the uk didn't see goodwill hunting like meaning if if you're them is it not that big of a it it is there's just yeah there's a million songs i don't more than a million songs why did they i why did they pick something that is so? I mean, I associated know, with that. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I know you're saying you didn't. You've seen the movie yeah. a million times, but you didn't even. I mean, I've I imagine bunch, people would. I, I know that you, not you, but I can imagine that many people would hear it and go, like, just have a feeling of nostalgia and good feeling without knowing. I I don't know that everyone's as as obsessed as I am, and that no, you know exactly who it is and what year it came out. But I do imagine that it's going to be familiar to people and in a way that they can't necessarily place, which I found more like worse. If it's one, if it's like the, there's some iconic songs that go with movies, right? Or the yeah. big song in a movie. If yeah. it's not one of those, there's no way I would I, notice. Yeah. yeah. I think you're just very attuned to that. Yeah. No, but I, I think other yeah. people will have that feeling of like just nostalgia or a good feeling not at all being able to connect it to goodwill hunting i don't know i don't know either that's what i was left not feeling very good but so that's the end of it for you so then yeah and i'm just like can i start watching the beginning of three yeah well so i will say that though i need like now i understand why hulu put out every episode at once because this is meant especially if you've never seen or read this book I can't imagine that you would want to stop at the end of two episodes it was like the book the book you just could not stop you had to know what was going to happen next yeah and you're so invested in the two of them and what's going to happen with them that it propels you forward yeah and it's just it's a book that's meant to be read in like 24 hours and it is a show that is meant to be binged so I get that now I totally get that yeah and why they did it as 12 half hour episodes 
versus six one-hour ones. Like, well, I, I, that I don't understand. But I do understand why they've released them all instead of week by week. I, I would lose it. If I waited a week to watch the next episode, I would completely lose interest. But I'm ready to watch it right now. I'm so, you know, amped up to watch it right now. I cheated and watched a few ah. minutes of the, of the third because I couldn't. I, I literally, and you know how yeah. it comes up, like, do you want to go to the next one? Like, right, like, yes, right on top of your screen, I'm like, yeah. click. <laughs> I was yeah. like, I have to go to the next one. Yeah. No, yeah. I... I do think that I think they have the half, to. I kind of like the half hour with these. I think that it, it is doing something with the pacing and the yeah. intimacy and I want to keep, I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah. So I, I do think it was an interesting choice on their part. Yeah. So you're, you're in or I'm what? In. I mean, I, I mean, I, people no are not going to take that away from this though. They're going to take away that you're <laughs> <laughs> where it's like massacre and that's okay and the songs i'm like no but tell me you like it yeah no it needs to be better it needs to be better than the book and it's not at all and if anything it doesn't it's need to slight, be better it, it can be does. different it can just uh, i would different. like different too is like it a different? different experience I, I, no it's not different, no, not different it's a different content, experience a different because you're, experience yeah. no that's yeah, not yeah. enough for me that's not enough oh for me. then any me. visual would be different from a book so that well, means yes that but means anything that's book, adapted yeah but if you love the book and they you you and they make the visual yeah. and you love that then it's you it doesn't have to be better it's just you're you're back to something you love and characters you love and you're just seeing them in a different way do you feel that way about yeah. adaptations always no no oh, i never feel that way uh, so well, why are you feeling that way? If no. the book the bar is high when you when the book is meaningful and then you see it adapted, the bar is higher. I feel like they're doing it, and I think it's because this book is just so much about Marianne and Connell, and I think these two nail them. I I yeah. I, yeah. I think they are embodying yeah. them. Yes, embodying them. Sorry, yeah. so beautifully and. If I were to envision these characters, and again, this is a book where nothing much happens as we no. talked about. It's yeah. just about these two. So the yeah. single most important thing for me was whether I believed these two actors is Marianne and Connell, yes. and I 100% do, and they are going to make this for me. And so the yeah. other things, yeah, I get it, but like if these two didn't have it, the chemistry, oh, yeah, the intimacy, it wouldn't even get it. off. And so, no. It wouldn't so even now, get off the, the starting blocks. But yeah. Right. So yeah. now no, I'm, I'm getting to see them like come to life is yeah. just it, it that does raise the bar for me. And and, and mm. I love these two. I think yeah. they're doing such a good job. And oh, like I said, I think Connell's really coming out even more interesting, like we talked about. Yeah, I, I completely agree with everything you said. I guess my conclusion would just be that some things aren't meant to be. It was a very interior book and we're losing that. Of course we are. I always knew that. But I thought they're going to have to be really clever about the way they adapt it to make it different enough to make it come across. And they're and not. They, he, he did talk about that too, yeah. the director, because he said it is such an interior book and how do yeah. you do that on screen? And his yeah. answer was not well enough. Pull, well, you said that, but I'll tell you yes. what, he was trying yes. to pull back, he said, and mm. they actually like take things away, like leave space, observe, like show, don't tell, like don't overstate mm. or over dialogue scenes. Mm. And he said, his, his the lines he, line he always uses is a delicate watchfulness. Like I just wanted to watch them interact, and yeah. he said there were so many scenes where they wrote the scene 
And when they started doing it, they just kept stripping away dialogue and yeah. stripping away dialogue because yeah. it was too much. And, yeah. and, but he did talk about that, that that is a very, that was the toughest thing about yeah. this is how do you represent the interior, which is so much a part of the novel. And, and it was to just kind of pare it down. Yeah. Listen, um, I'm, I'm in, I'm totally yeah. in, I'm definitely going to keep watching. Would not even think about stopping at all. I know. We couldn't, you couldn't even if you wanted no. to, which nope. you don't. <laughs> I don't. Exactly. We're but, only stopping because we're not, we're trying to space it out for that's ourselves right. here. But the only thing I would possibly come to at the end and i'm not even there yet so i'm keeping an open mind trust me yeah um the only thing i would come to at the end is this book was not meant for the screen it was meant for your eyes only like it was meant for reading only so that's possible that's that's really what i'm saying that's yeah that's the gist of what i'm saying and i did you think that before you came into it even like skeptical no no i thought thought this could be made I did. I trusted the people because I knew Sally Verney was very involved. Right. So that gave me a lot of trust. And also I saw the trailer. There wasn't a lot of dialogue. I, I appreciated that. I did not want them to be talking this to death because it is very interior. Yeah. So I was very happy with that. And I think I thought they would go. I, maybe I was on the little fires even though they have nothing to do with each other other than they're both on Hulu and I watch them back to back. But I was, yes. Yeah. But I was on that feeling of they kept with the spirit, but translated it in a way that worked for the screen. And I really believed that this would do that as well. And so far it's, it's not, it's not Mm. delivering on that in that way. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm in. I'm in. Okay. Okay. This has been Pop Fiction Women with Corinne and Kate. If you loved this episode, please leave a review. And if you hated it, email us. We want to hash it out. Love us or hate us, don't forget to subscribe to our show wherever you get your podcasts. And keep it complicated.